Hello everyone, Marv Albert here to talk to you about something great. Uh, it's a podcast about wrestling, dick jokes, and a guy with one testicular. Let me hand it off to my partner here tonight to talk to you about the rest. Now you see guys, when we're sitting here talking about this podcast with penises and buttholes and all sorts of other foolishness, these knuckleheads is going to explain it in such a way that any moron could do it. Back to you, Mav. Thanks, Charles. Back to you guys. One ball, Lumpy, and Dad. Children of all ages, live from our mother's living room, the greatest fucking podcast in the world. Jesus Christ. All right. Uh-huh. Thanks, Marvin Charles. Welcome, everyone, to episode 51 of the Hump Day Hangover. As always, I am your host, the guru, Kenneth Smith, and alongside me, the rest of Money Inc. to my Ted DiBiase. I got heard. Uno. <laughs> I'm dead. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us tonight live via cell phone, Sweet Dobby D. What's going on? <laughs> What's going on, man? How we doing? I'm uh, doing all right. That's always great. That's always great. How you guys doing uh, live in uh, the Hump Pod Studios? Hump Pod Studios. The Hump Pod Studios. AKA our mother's living room. Yeah. AKA mom's living room with a three foot Christmas tree. Is it three foot? Might be four. Three and a half. You know what the messed up thing is? Is to charge my phone, I have to turn on the power strip that turns on the TV. No, the turns on the fucking Christmas tree. Yeah. So we know that you're charging your phone right now because the Christmas tree's on. No, it's done. It's good. It's the only way we know Isaac's phone is Eichford's phone is charging is the Christmas tree's on. That's fine. Yeah. It's a good Dead way to phone. <laughs> charging phone. No oh, more book. <laughs> oh hey, Liv oh, Morgan. Liv Morgan. Jesus Christ. Mama Mia. Just gonna purr out for a minute. A minute? Oh man. Or however long the segment is. Maybe thirty seconds. I wish we had subtitles. Dude, okay, so here's my thing. Why can't there be, like, a porn leak of her? Why does it always have to be somebody, like, just grotesque? Like Lars. <laughs> I, I what don't the know. What the fuck? Yeah, we can go ahead and jump right into that. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, for anybody who hasn't been paying attention, uh, Lars Sullivan used to do gay porn. <laughs> yeah. Holy homo gay porn. Yeah. Sweet Dobby D, what are your thoughts on Lars doing gay porn? Uh, I think it's fairly ironic, considering everything that came out. Speaking of things that came out, Lars recently came out. <laughs> no, I, 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 think he's so I don't think he's a did he? I mean, I don't know. This is the first, I, Eichford told me as soon as I walked in, I was like, 
I got done like doing my business in the bathroom, and he goes, "Hey, do you know Lars did gay porn?" I'm like, y y "No." Well, dude, like, no. There's That's like, I, I, I brought it up to him. I yeah, was like, hey, "Did you hear about Lars Sullivan doing gay porn?" He was like, "What?" Yeah, it's like on Wikipedia now, and like you can see like the company he worked for, <laughs> the movies he's he was in. Does he have like a filmography section like most movie stars? Like IMDb. <laughs> IMDb. He's got, like an IMDb page, but it's for porn. God. The really funny thing about that whole thing, that just means that there's a gay wrestling fan out there that was just kind of like, eh, it's Lars Sullivan. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's oh, the, God. I've been jerking it for, to this for 10 years, and I just realized right that's Lars Sullivan. No, yeah. but he deleted all of his social his social networking stuff. Right. Like his Twitter, everything, gone. Yeah. All because of that. Yeah, I mean, I can't, like... The one thing I do have to, like, I, I kind of sympathize for him is, like, you know that, like, he absolutely just got destroyed. Like, people just came out of the woodwork. Oh, yeah, over for this, sure. You know? And it's like, you know what? It's like, there are plenty of, like, okay. I've who, watched who a lot. That, who I've that watched a dude lot. that used to be with Titus O'Neil? I've watched Darren Young. Darren, Darren Young. Young, openly yeah. homosexual, right? Right. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. But like, I've watched a lot of porn over the years. <laughs> I thought okay? you were about to say <laughs> I've watched a lot of gay porn. No, like, but I'm just like <laughs> girls never came. <laughs> never girls came. never came. <laughs> but uh, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. but no, it's like it's funny because like that world is so drastically different than like anything else like entertainment like or media wise are we talking porn in general or yeah. gay porn no just porn in general just okay porn in general so like almost like there's I, always a pizza guy well no no there's no. always a, a like, ups driver there's somebody's got to take like, the sausage seen, were you in that movie i've seen like actual <laughs> interviews like sit down interviews that like why is he clenching his fist like he's sucking dick right now <laughs> 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 there's a lot of interviews no, I've seen a lot of interviews where, like... You're already clutching a microphone. What are you doing with your other hand? Double fist. Man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've seen, like, I've, seen, I've seen interviews with, like, male porn superstars, and they're just like, oh, yeah, you know, like, what got you in the business, this and that, and the other. And they're like, well, I like, like, have a big dick, and I like to have sex, you know? And they're like, oh, perfect, you know? But uh, a lot of those guys, they were like, yeah, like, when I first came in, you know, it was like... Like, I was the new guy, couldn't get any gigs, this and that and the other. The only thing they'd ever offer was, like, gay porn. And it's like, you know, it's like, oh, well, I mean, I guess I guess if I can just be on top, be the top, then, like, I'm good with it. <laughs> and like, okay. And then they're like, yeah, like, if you ever go back and watch it, like, most of the time, like, I've got my eyes shut. And I'm just, like, thinking about a woman. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, dude, seriously? Like, money is not that important to it's me. Like, like, uh, it's like, it's just not my lifestyle. Like, I, like, I have friends who are gay. They... Whatever, man. Like, I mean, I get it. Like, can can we stop and talk about how Gallows looks like uh, if Rico was trying to be in the LOD? You guys remember Rico? Yes. <laughs> Rico, he was with Billy and Chuck. Oh yeah, I got we'll you. just yeah. follow the gay theme, you know? Yeah, yeah that's why you. I brought it up. Billy and Chuck. Speaking of gay, the Street Profits have sequined uh, jackets on right now. You watch your mouth. Oh, I'm sorry. Some of the most great people have worn sequins. Liberace, Elvis, John. What do you want, eight cakes? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Who's your but favorite? No, like, I, Come I, here. I don't. Who's your favorite possum? I don't. I'm not gonna hate on Lars Sullivan for doing gay porn because, like, you know what? Like, you did gay porn, didn't you? No. 
Yeah, you, you told me you spread your butt cheeks with my concho. Yeah. All right. <laughs> That's enough of that noise. <laughs> Who's no, your favorite wrestler? Like, I don't, um, I'm not going to hate on the guy for oh, it. Oh, no, I don't have a favorite. A favorite? Favorite? A favorite. Jesus. She wasn't in here for the other stuff, oh, by the way. I'm yeah. not a bad parent, I promise. I was going to say, like, we stopped talking about it. Forget what his name is. She's like trying to whisper into the mic. What do you mean you forget his name? Um, what does he, he look like? What's he look like? Finn Balor. You're a Finn Balor girl? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I'm weird. Bye. <laughs> All right, that was that was a moment with eight kicks. Yeah. She ran, literally ran away. Awkward conversations with eight kicks. Baba <laughs> bear. So NXT last week, guys. Okay. Ah, uh, no AEW. <laughs> yeah, there's no AEW. <laughs> Dude, I came over here Thursday. I was like, uh, Dad, so, you know, AEW, NXT. He goes, I tried to record AEW. There wasn't any. <laughs> oh, wait, no, hold this on. is not random run-ins with A-cakes. No. What do you want? Nothing. All right, yeah. see ya. Go hang out with Grandma. Don't torture Grandma, she's fragile. Jesus Christ. So anyways, on NXT last week, we saw a new tag team form. It's Keith Leo Rush. Yeah, I saw that. You know, it's like like Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong. Exactly. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I can't wait to see him, like, throw throw, throw Leo Rush at, like, people. So it was funny. I was thinking more like Ren and Stimpy. It was funny. Ren and Stimpy? Like on Twitter, Leo Rush was like, "What should we name this great tag team?" And somebody put Donkey and Diddy Kong. Yeah, that's funny. It's yeah. <laughs> funny. Well, that's real. Like they took on Damian Priest and uh, the premier athlete Tony Nese. Tony Nese, talk about a guy that gets a bum rap. Like a like a fall from grace. Like he went from cruiserweight champion on on Monday Night Raw and Two Hundred Five Live to being on NXT again. It'll be interesting to see how, like, NXT changes because, like, Brizongo came down there, mm-hmm. and then uh, Fandango had to have Tommy John surgery. Like, he tore his UCL in his uh, his elbow. That's so what is Sweet Dobby D doing right now? I think he's just, he's either masturbating or just heavily breathing. Yeah. Are you breathing right now? Me? Yeah, you're breathing like a pug, man. Yeah. Well, I, I have a headset on. I'm trying to hear you guys, but I can't hear you guys. Oh, I think he's playing video games while being on the hump pod. He's multitasking. What are you playing? I'm not. I'm actually reading about uh, stuff that happened in wrestling last week. Oh. Oh. He's taking the Uno route. <laughs> I was just reading the hey, results. so was, um, what is that guy's name? The skinny one. Montez Ford? Montez Ford. What is he doing right now? Um, I believe what he's... <laughs> What is he doing? He's eating out the invisible puss. All right. So anyway, is he like a gymnast? Uh, he actually was a gymnast at one point, I do believe. <laughs> no, I, I like. I remember. I remember just watching NXT and just being like, I don't know, not really paying attention. I think I wa- I watched it on Hulu the next day. I gotta pee. I'm not gonna lie, I really want those shoes. The all red yeah, shoes that Montez Ford and yeah. Angelo Dawkins have on? Yeah. Dawkins is like the darker. Well he's he's gotta rock those uh UC colors because he's a UC alumni. Right. So sweet man. Yeah, but that's what that's what happened um 
Raw we oh. did Raw we did la, 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 Raw last week we did like a watch along so kind of doing the same thing <laughs> again tonight. Um, SmackDown triple threat match for the number one contender mm-hmm. for the Universal Championship against the Fiend. The Miz yeah, took on Daniel Bryan. Was, took on uh, Corbin. That was poop. Yeah, it was. Was it Daniel Bryan's going to take on uh, the Fiend at the Royal Rumble? Should be pretty entertaining. The thing that the thing that pissed me off about that is that like, literally, they teased that match like five different times during the show. And they just threw AJ Styles out. Oh man, now he's gonna go wait in the mom van. Yeah, he's gonna go be PO'd in the back. It's okay. He's got orange slices and juice boxes for Gallows Sonic, and Anderson. Sonic, it looks good, but it never is. Yeah, Sonic changed, man. <laughs> Sonic used to be awesome. But no, like, so they teased that match like four different times during the show. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, yeah, we're going to get the match now. We're going to get it now. We're going to get it now. We're going to get it now. Nope, 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 nope. And every single time, it's like Corbin, like, well, Roman Reigns is a butthead, and I'm not coming out there because he's going to be mean to me. He's going to be mean. And then, and then, uh, it's going to rain. What's her name? Braxton? Kayla Braxton. Kayla Braxton, yeah. She's like, Oh no, like Roman Reigns isn't here anymore. He left. And he's like, Oh, okay, well then I'll come out and do the match. Did, and then he see? comes out and then Roman Reigns gets involved and it's like it's just it it is beyond predictable at this point. Yeah. Like Yeah. Just, I mean do you see how much shade <coughs> she throws like towards Lana and them? Like mm-hmm. anytime there's a boring like just troll her Twitter account. Oh yeah. No, she's hilarious. Like she she cracks me up because like they announced this wedding like two weeks ago. Right. And she goes, thank God I'm on SmackDown. Right? <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to see that crash and burn. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready li- for it to be done. I literally tweeted out, I would ra- or I commented on Facebook, I was like, I would rather listen to Mike Adamley or um, Michael Cole read an email from the anonymous Raw General Manager for like 20 minutes. Yeah, just then, on loop. What were you about to say, Dobby D? Yeah, what were you about to say, sweet Dobby D? Nothing. I was, uh, I was laughing about the fact that... Uh, Whomever it was said that they were still left around SmackDown. Oh, Kayla Braxton. Yeah, Raw's writing is absolutely god-awful right now, and I can't believe that the biggest storyline that they have right now is the, the wedding angle. It's trash. Yeah. Nobody wants to see it except it's the biggest thing that's on TV. You know the really funny thing about it, though? Unless like, you're a Spectrum customer, then the biggest thing on your TV is sitting in uh, the intervention chair right now. Yeah. Um, it's like the Uno chair now. It's Uno's chair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they are kind of setting up chair. this whole like romantic triangle thing though, with Otis and Dolph Ziggler and Mandy Rose. I dude, and, I looked and I'm interested. Like I hate saying it, but I think it's because like, I feel like he's eating chips. Like, is he eating I, chips? I legitimately uh, it's just the, the phone. Like any time. Like I don't know. He said he has a headset on. Yeah, that's what he said. Are you eating corn yeah, chips? Do what now? <laughs> he said, are you eating corn chips? Like, he's just eating I'm fucking eating corn normal chips, corn no. chips. It's not even, like, the good kind. What, what, if, like, he, what if he's got, like, his... Tur- he's got those noise-canceling headphones, that headset Hazel or Bones got him for Christmas? Maybe. Maybe he's got yes. that, like... You got that plugged into your phone? Yes. That's it. It's the cord uh, flopping around. Maybe? Huh? Look, okay, so maybe. Hear me out. Maybe, okay, because of what happened with Lars. Mm-hmm. Maybe Bruce, Bruce Evan, Evan and Lashley, and Lashley are gay. 
Maybe they brought Rico back to, oh, to do the so. wedding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, if the mini- no, I just like if the minister comes out and all you hear is "You look so good to me." If Rusev and, and Lashley come out as being gay, will that be the perfect angle to bring more Sullivan back out to form this uh, dominant stable? Yeah, that's a good <laughs> what point. Would it, what would it be called? If, if Rusev and Lashley, if Rusev and Lashley, yeah, if Rusev and Lashley comes Tops. out, come out as gay, will they bring Lars Sullivan back to bring out a top faction, a stable? <laughs> that's funny. Power bottoms. Power bottoms. <laughs> Power bottoms. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> They're going to hit him with the pile driver. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the jackhammer. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> now we're going to talk about a jackhammer? <laughs> Look at Gallows and Anderson in there since they have the magic killer. Yeah. <laughs> Super. It's the new NWO. Yeah. It's the Lubio. It's the QWO, the Queer World Order. QWO. <laughs> the alphabet people. What are we not? Are we not being PC? <laughs> yeah, um, <clears throat> I don't want to be connected with anything like that <laughs> well you're speaking into the microphone which means you're connected pal we're, we're live, live pal <laughs> now anyways. live from the sold out hot pod studios in suburban springfield ohio sold out yeah standing room only there's one chair a seat here a couple footrests and a floor you got the mosh pit aka the the hump cage where yeah. we keep the hump dog so, anyways, um, yeah. So buttons. Uh, yeah, Lana and Lashley, like they just need to go away. But no, like I'm actually intrigued by this whole like kind of Otis Dolph Ziggler thing. It was really awkward when she like kissed him on the cheek, right? And like he had like a a chub, yeah, like as close as they could show. He right. was just like he goozled. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. dude, the best part after, like, after the like they wrestled, they came All back. He's, he's got the the like the ham just messed up on the tray. He's like, Mandy, I'm sorry. She goes, it's okay, and she hugs him, and there's just a big glob of sweat on her chest. Right. <laughs> she just looks and she's like, oh, it's okay. It's just I don't know. Like I think it's because like I like Otis and Mandy Rose. He's and, giving hope to the average man and Dolph Ziggler so dude, much. Otis is not average. Average big guy. Otis is like... He's like 5'11", 350. That's Ballpark. a little above average. He could throw you like a javelin and you weigh close to 300 pounds, I would I would say. He would Two, throw you like a javelin. 265. That's past 50, man. We round right. up in this house. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Could so you just imagine Guru flying through the air? Yeah, like somebody just holding her feel like fucking mr <laughs> <laughs> feel like fucking mr bill <laughs> but no like uh, i i'm like it's it's i think it's just because of who it is like i could care less about lana and bobby lashley because their characters suck like, well th- think about this okay so like in 92 or nine yeah i think it was 92 in SummerSlam, we had you know, Randy Savage and Elizabeth, Elizabeth getting married, right? Save right. the ribbon. Like, why did people care about that? Because the characters were awesome. Because it was Macho Man and Miss Elizabeth. Uh, yeah, it was. It was a character story arc that people were invested in because the people who did it 
dude it. Dude, dude it. The people, dude it. The people who were doing it, like, knew how to tell a story. Bobby Lashley, like, his great success is that, like, he beat, what, Umaga, yeah, right? Yeah, WrestleMania. Yeah, be- wrestling for Donald Trump. Like, that's his... That's his and it was yeah. Like, and that, that's like Bobby his premier moment. Like that's what people know Bobby Lashley for. Right. Like, and he can't talk on the mic. He's, I mean, he's okay in the ring, but he's he's stiff. Like, and I, I don't like stiff wrestlers. Like we've talked about a, th- a thousand I would, times. I would almost. He's like. That's why you're not a Lars Sullivan exactly. fan? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, definitely not a Lars Sullivan fan. Especially with everything that's come out. Right. You should never be ashamed of who you are. That's true. I guess is my thing. You're a horrible wrestler, and that's why I don't like you. Yeah, you're a horrible wrestler, and you're I'll check your video out later just to see how you did, but, (laughs) you know. It'll compare. Yeah, there's nothing The news headline will just read, WWE wrestler quits, returns to porn. Yeah, I mean, just like everybody else. Right. Can we talk about how Angelo Dawkins has the LeBron James hairline? Yeah, the one that starts in the middle of your head. Yeah. Oh god. But no, um, yeah, I mean that like when you have somebody who can tell a story, mm-hmm. and and can make the best out of something, like <clears throat> even if it's like a shit storyline, like there's been plenty of shit storylines that were like, hey, you know what? This is really dumb, but I like this. You know, like like for instance, we talked about it last week, um. Eddie and Ray fighting over Dominic, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. That's a horrible storyline, but you know For what? Sure. 100% invested in it because both wrestlers were amazing. Both wrestlers can convey, like, actual emotion. Like, they made it feel real, you know? Like, right. you know it's not, but they made it feel like it was. And that was awesome. This, it's two pe- It's like two cardboard cutouts just sitting in front of you with, like, ridiculously white teeth Never blinking, just staring straight into the camera. Well, and then and on top of that, you have Lana, who's just fucking walking around, can't talk to save her life. Right. She's just like, I'm just going to go out there and say some shit that has no no continuity to the story at all. Yeah. I'm pregnant. No, I'm not. I'm going to be a model. I took your money. Blah, blah, blah. He's like, what the yeah. hell is going on? Yep. It's it's like it would almost be like if you had like some type of like attention deficit disorder. That's like listening to her. That's that is what it's a simulation to that. Right. Can we can we talk about the sign that replaced the mon like the Monday Night Jericho sign like in the I think it's in like fourth or fifth row. It says Monday Night Live. Nice. <clears throat> I was so hoping she was gonna come out for Charlotte. No. Well, speaking of. Screw oh, up. He kicked old Abs Anderson right in the face. Watch this. Dude, look how I high love, he is. I love his frog splash, man. And he, like, the way he does it. Here it comes. Knee right to the eye. <laughs> right to the eye socket. Can we talk about how, like, he initially no sells the frog splash? Yeah. Like, he just makes it look like, yeah, I, I didn't <clears throat> just land rib cage to rib cage. That's probably the most, like, ridiculous thing about it. Like, that's a t- that's probably like a two hundred and thirty pound man like falling from like twelve feet in the air onto your rib cage. Look at Dollar Store Michael Cole. Who the fuck is this guy? Vic Joseph? That's actually oh, okay. Waldo. They found him. <laughs> it's Waldo. We found Waldo. They found him. They gave him a new name. And Uncle he's in, in he's in he's in uh protective custody. I like how he's wearing um the lady man's 
the ladies, ladies man, man suit. <laughs> yeah, the Big Joseph came to my house last night and he said, "Hey, Leon." I said, "Yeah, that's cool. That's me." Uh, he said, can I borrow a suit that'll make me look absolutely fabulous on the TV? And I said, yeah, I got you. It, it's chocolate. It's German chocolate. Jesus. It is a German chocolate suit with a, looks like a crustacean tie. Uh, that isn't not the tie I gave him. That it looks like, you know what it looks Horrible tie. <laughs> like. Not to mention, Jerry the King Waller's just standing there in a t-shirt. That's his, that's his shtick. Yes, well, God. Here we go. Oh, anyway, man. speaking of things that fucking sucked, I think it's time to hit uh, one of our segments, guys. Are you talking about what I think you're talking about? I hope so. Yeah, I'm on board. I'm talking about Uno's Botch of the Week. Botch, 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 botch. It's spicy. Oh, God, my ears. Well, here we are. How uh, was this episode 51, right? Yep. For, yeah. uh, episode 51, sponsored by absolutely fucking nobody. Absolutely <laughs> nobody. Um, At least they're consistent. Yeah. I mean, we it's had, the one, one consistent week. thing we have on the show. We had one week. We did. Somebody yeah, gave us did. like three bucks, man. Really appreciate that. <laughs> we got our Spider-Man moment. Uh, so. Jesus. Everybody gets one. So, to kind of get ahead of ourselves here, uh, this week's episode is kind of like a rundown, right? We're going to talk about the last year, the last decade. How are we doing this there, Guru? All of the above, man. All of the above. You can talk about things that happened in the last decade, last so, year. I'm going to talk about uh, a couple botches. A couple. couple. A couple. A couple. Is this to make up for your botch last week? Yes. Yes. Um, or lack thereof. So... So my actual botch of the week, okay, uh, actually comes from an indie show in Maine. Uh, there's a gentleman who, it appears, is trying to do a shooting star press. Uh, but instead, what happens is he just jumps straight up in the air, and then he comes right back down on the turnbuckle, and then, like, falls off the side of the ring. <laughs> It's funny. It's hilarious. I'll put it on the. I'll put it on the. Uh, Do you have to answer me a question? What the devil are you doing? You're not supposed to be. Kid botch of the week. Right. Anyways, go in. Go to the kitchen. So, anyways, uh, yeah, really bad. Looks really bad. But uh, yeah, no, you know, like I kind of going through here. Um, so a few weeks ago, um. Sasha Banks was wrestling uh, Peyton Royce. Yeah. Uh, she goes to do kind of like a springboard, like arm drag. Mm -hmm. uh, she hits. She's supposed to run and hit like the corner of the ring, right? She's supposed to hit the rope on one side, hit the rope on the other, come over the top, do the arm drag. Uh, she hits the first rope. She misses the second. She just kind of bumps into Peyton Royce. Does like a half-ass arm drag. They get up. Peyton Royce comes back to her. They try it again. Oh for two. Great job there, Sasha. You fucked it up twice. Uh, then we go back. Uh, we got all out, right? So we got Omega and, uh, and Pac. Um, Omega goes to do uh, like a leapfrog, right? So he's just mm -hmm. going to jump over Pac. Uh, Pac stands up too soon, hits Omega in the nuts. Omega just kind of face plants. Uh, then Pac goes to do a dragon rana. And completely misses, and like Kenny Omega does his best to try to make the move work, 
but instead he just kind of falls on his back on top of Pac. That one was pretty rough. <laughs> um, These are like throwback botches. Oh yeah, yeah. No, this is. I mean, it's a year in review, man. Got to got to go over a little bit of everything here. Um, yeah, just a couple weeks ago, uh, old uh, Dash Wilder coming out on SmackDown, trips over the Titan Tron, falls flat on his ass. Yeah, he did. That one was really funny. And he's like um, looking up at um, Scott Dawson. Scott, Scott Dawson, Dawson, like, like oh, dude, I fell. Um. MJF tries to hit like a crossroads on Hangman Page, but instead he like puts him flat on the top of his head. That was a good one. And then um, the one that really kind of, I don't know, like this one really, this was one of my botches of the week. Uh, it, it was Becky Lynch and Lacey Evans um, at Stomping Grounds. And um, Becky has that move, like she goes over in the corner and she kind of springboards off the bottom rope and then, like, kicks whoever's coming at her from, you know, from the corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lacey Evans is 10 feet away. <laughs> so she jumps up. She goes to kick. Uh, really there's no Lacey out. Evans there. She jumps up a second time, goes to kick. Lacey Evans is there, but Lacey, like... Hit the ground too soon. Well, she, yeah, like, she doesn't make contact at all. Lacey, like, half sells and then oversells. So yeah, it was a uh, was a bad one. So are you saying that's Uno's botch of the year? Oh man, no, I don't think that's Uno's botch. Of the yeah, year. What, what would be Uno's botch? Uno's of botch the year? of the year. Um, it sounds like we need a botch of the decade too. Just saying. Oh Ooh, shit! That's a good one. Botch of the year and botch of the decade. Anything with the iconics in it is botch of the decade. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> They're just not on TV anymore. Right. No, I think uh, I think. Botch of the year, man. It's got to be, for me at least. Uh, do you guys remember um, a, a gentleman named Sam Stackhouse? No, no, not at all. We talked about this was this was one of my botches of the week uh, about a month ago, month and a half ago. Uh, it's like a 450 pound man trying to do a suicide oh, dive out of the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, he pretty much killed that poor guy for me that was the botch of the year botch of the year because that that guy has no business trying to do that oh look they have matching jackets oh, dude, look, now team major wf pod gets a, a tv entrance for the last roll of the year oh nice they they have a two hour and 15 minute video up on their youtube channel with uh hey hey it's conrad thompson about ljn's now yep i watched half of it today as far as botch of the decade so, okay, an idea for you there, you know, um, the, it happened last year, the greatest Royal Rumble, Jeff Hardy, that whisper in the wind to Ginger Mahal, completely misses. That one's pretty bad. That one's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to one-up you here there, sweet Dobby D. Uh, we're going to go back yeah. to about, like, 2001, 2002. That's oh, wait, a, that's, that's way, wrong that's decade. Wrong decade. Wrong decade. Well, decade. never mind. Dumbass. Well, fuck it then. <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> Yeah, uh, let's just say let's say all of Super Showdown, <laughs> like everything about Super Showdown, um, particularly the Undertaker Goldberg match. Yeah, that, that was, whole match was pretty much. Uh, no, a botch. I would say like if we're talking like botch of the of the decade, I would I would say Undertaker Brock Lesnar from WrestleMania 2014. Yeah, mm-hmm. like the finish. Yeah, the finish. 
I don't think it was supposed to happen like that. And, it, it, and it, actually, it actually where they gave him a concussion. It actually wasn't like he got a concussion with the first F five. Right. Because like, nobody paid attention. Like because he didn't know it was gonna happen that quickly, so Taker didn't like get to protect himself, so he just face planted on the fucking mat. Yeah, botch of the the decade. In my yeah, I would go with that, man. I mean, <laughs> that whole match because like I legit didn't watch wrestling for like six months after that. Yeah, it was pretty rough. So but yeah, so there's my botch year of the week, year, and decade. There we go. Fantastic. Woohoo! Hey, you know, we haven't done it in a long time. Rick Flair, Flair watch, Flair watch, man, yeah, Flair watch, you know twenty nineteen, man. We've not done yeah. that in a while. I I see Ric Flair almost every day now. Yeah. Yep. How's that working out for you? It's pretty good. Now I, I there's a song called Ric Flair Drip, <laughs> and I love it. I fucking love it. Oh, and dude. if if you watch the music video, go woo. Uh, it was actually on. It was on the soundtrack for 2K19. Was it? Yep. Um, yeah, it is. Yep. Wow. No, dude, 2K20 is a botch in itself. Yeah, 2K20 might be the botch of the decade because that game is horrible. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about wrestling botches, not game botches. That's I mean, it's a true. wrestling video game. It's a totally true. different kind of thing. Oh, dude, Zack Ryder's about to die. Oh, he's dead. He's dead. Oh, he's dead. My God, he's dead. But he got to go to a Toys R Us this week, so it's okay. Can we, t- like, his girlfriend is not, I don't think she's attractive. His fiance? You don't yeah, like Chelsea, Chelsea Green? No. She yeah. looks like she's huffed paint all day. I mean, and she Canadian. got the paint off her lips, but her eyes are still just completely bugged because of all the, the paint fumes. Jeez. Why did he just give him a hug? Uh, he was trying to like do a, a running snatch belly-to-belly suplex, and Hawkins backed oh, into the Hawkins corner. is about to get the cancer maker. The cancer maker? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's another botch. Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is cancer. Is leukemia? Yeah. Is that real? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Kurt Hawkins is like a modern-day Ricky Morton. Oh, nice. Future show. Oh, they're sleeping. Wow, he just did a kip-up. That's pretty impressive. He had to do like you a half even, spin You know what's even more impressive? Seeing Braun Strowman do a kip-up. You know what'd be funny is like you guys remember playing Halo Two? You could like squat down and ball tag somebody. You mean like teabag yeah, people? Yeah, teabag him. It'd be funny as fuck if uh, Drew McIntyre just did that to Hawkins and Ryan Royce penning him. Oh, dude, look—the Monday Night Live posters upside down right now. There's there's a botch. Learn learn how to hold your sign, bro. That right uh. there is how you do a squash match. I mean, it was a de- it was decent. Who's your favorite possum? Uh, ow. <laughs> fucking randomness. Yeah. What's your favorite color? Penis. <coughs> oh, man. What color is a pussy when you open it? Pink. 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 Um, Just depends. Purple? Black or berry, sweeter than juice. What? That's a Tupac lyric. Right over your head, bro. What? Right over your head. I guess. <laughs> Breaking news. Oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Got Randy Orton up. got injured. You know it's funny. Apparently this is all storyline, but I watched the video. There's no way it's a storyline. Yeah, no, that's not storyline. Like his knees fucked. How are you gonna be hey, a four year old man? Something we didn't talk about, man. 
Yeah, new United States champion. We do have a United new United States champion. That's uh. It's uh new El, Eddie Guerrero. Basically. You text me that. I did. I know. I text you that. You text me that, and I'm like. Was it yesterday? No, yeah. it's like what Sunday, t- Saturday. I don't know. It was like Saturday. I don't remember. And for whatever reason, when you sent it to me, like I was at like I was like I was sitting at the house, and I was like, I was like. It's fucking Saturday. Like, how are we getting a champion? Like, that was it was on a live show. I was like, they, man. they do. So that's like the third time the U.S. title has changed hands at Madison Square Garden. Like, anytime they have a live event at Madison Square Garden, they usually change the U.S. title holder. It's pretty impressive, I think. So, you know, in looking at the last year in wrestling, uh, we've had some ups, we've had some downs. New new rises to uh, competition, and uh, some oldies but goodies came back. That's the best way I can put the Rock and Roll Express coming back to live television. Yeah. Um. So I'm looking at. Let's just look at some of the the moments that really captivated us as wrestling fans this last year. Um. Me personally, it's. Uh, it's got to be AEW coming around mm-hmm. and giving WWE some competition because they've really kind of like stepped their game up occasionally here in the last few weeks. Right. So it's forced them to like try new things and do new things rather than just do the the same status quo. Right. What about you uh, there, Ikeford? The last year of wrestling. Jesus <clears throat> Christ. We've watched a lot of it. Um, I would say probably the, the most... I think the thing that was the most impactful for me is just Bruce Pritchard coming back. Yeah. Coming back and writing television. Because within the last, you know, I would say three months since he's been back, it has been better. Except they're doing the Russo-esque, like, Uh, I feel like that's just a... That's probably the start of something bigger. Right. You know? Maybe Lana's going to get fired. Like, legit fired. Dear God, let's hope. Like that would just be nice, but we said just, get on, was it? Right. <laughs> well, maybe it'll happen tonight. Who knows? Maybe. But who knows? Who I think knows? just him coming back and being like a big part of it because I mean he's been there since like what, like eighty like eighty seven, So I mean he's just as much of a, a like a, a big part of that success for WWE as Vince McMahon is. Right. Right. So it's kind of like Tom and Jerry. You know what I mean? Yeah. Bert and Ernie. Yeah, you need them. Right. Um, for me, man, like the biggest thing I take away from this year is has been one, they have been like WWE has been edgier, which is something mm-hmm. that I think a lot of people kind of were missing. I think the hump dog has to pee. Um was that edginess, you know? Uh that does stem directly do from AEW. Uh but for me, man. It's the fiend, yeah. Like that, the whole storyline, the the character, the the lead up to it, everything about it outside of that Seth Rollins match has been fantastic. I mean, I've I've really enjoyed it all because it's it's it, it feels fresh and new and unique. I mean, and, I agree with you. I mean, it's it doesn't seem so scripted. You know what I mean? Right. So it's it's like um as far as like 
all the stuff they say on television, mm-hmm. it's completely 100% scripted. Right. And they some some wrestlers, the bigger draws can ad lib. Right. But you know, something that made wrestling super popular for us or just drew us in was just that like the unknown factor. The unknown factor. Yeah. So it's it's kind of like I th- I feel like they're getting once they started they got that thing with Fox. I think it got better overall completely because they started being a little bit more edgy. So I agree with you. Yeah. I yeah, agree with nice. you wholeheartedly. Here comes old Randy Orton. <clears throat> all tore up. Hey, we have the same shorts on right now. Oh, that's cute. I yeah. mean, you guys are twins. Yeah. I mean, put you next to each other, you never know the oh, difference. Oh, yeah, you'd never know the difference. It'd be like if Randy Orton and Otis had a baby. You guys have the that's same me. shoes on, too. No, you don't. No, we don't. His are nicer. Mine are, mine are beat to hell. So what? I feel like he just left us. He's right there. We're alone. This is like the episode where he took a shot and it came out of his nose. I'm alone. What, no, you said the dog had to pee. Yeah, no, I said I have to pee as well. Oh. Did you guys pee together? No, he's, he's still struggling to get outside. Too much going on in the dining room. So, you know, I heard him say The Fiend, the best thing that happened this year for him. Mm-hmm. You said um, Bruce, Bruce Pritchard. I'm saying AEW. Sweet WD, uh, best uh, thing in wrestling that happened this year. He legitimately just said, oh, Man, fuck. you know, I've been sitting here thinking about it, and i got to say that The Fiend is one of the top three for sure. AEW is one of the top three for sure. But I think the, the thing that takes it away from me is everything that's going on with NXT, from Finn Balor going back and the heel turn that he's done, them being part of all the Survivor Series stuff. Like, NXT has just blown oh, everything else WWE <laughs> out of the water with what they're doing. Yeah, I would have they're to. Exciting product. They're, they're stepping up their game, obviously, and with the results to AEW. So they're stepping up their game. They're building up stars. They're, they're throwing faces out there that you know you may have never heard of a year ago, but are just top names. I mean, the undisputed era this year has been just great, great television. Yeah, they've been phenomenal. Um, can't discount guys like Matt Riddle, Keith Lee. Uh, Dominic Dijakovic, the return of the psycho killer, Tommaso Ciampa. So, I mean, there's there's just a phenomenal amount of stuff that's happening in NXT that's that's helping boost the WWE past AEW. Wouldn't you agree there, sweet Dobby D? Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. There's, uh, so, and, and not to mention, like, Shayna Baszler and Rhea Ripley. That feud has been great this year, too. We can't really discount that one. Um... But the women's division, all in all, all across the board has been really cool. Going to see them, you know, headline WrestleMania and headline all the other pay-per-views that they've done. And, and them actually putting on wrestling matches this year rather than just shows the last several years. And obviously it's built up to it this year. But, you know, this year is where I feel like it's really culminated in they can main event a pay-per-view and it's not really out of place anymore. Right. Yeah, so I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Uno's eating dinner from tonight. What'd you find there, bud? Uh, no, it's some more lasagna. <laughs> I, I don't. If it's the stuff we had tonight, then it's some type of like I don't know, like meat sauce pasta bake. I don't know. 
don't know. Mom said it was from like two weeks ago. I don't know. <laughs> Penicillin. As long as, not, as long as it's not blue or green, you should be fine. Yeah. <laughs> so it should be fine. We've all given our account uh, as to what we think's made an impact in wrestling this year, uh, Big D. What uh, what would you say has been the biggest impactful uh, thing that happened in wrestling this year? The biggest thing is uh, really is the competition. Yeah. Yeah. What uh, the AEW being here now mm-hmm. has done for the re- the wrestling true wrestling fans who were tired of just getting long drawn out stupid storylines or 20 minute promos to open the show or I mean you know the biggest problem was most of these people can't talk anyway you know what's fun not to interrupt you there for a second but you know it's hilarious that's a Walmart knee brace that he's got on mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> Yeah, WWE doesn't talking about how he hurt his knee uh, this past weekend at a live event. You know they don't offer insurance for their their competitors, right? I mean, I understand that's something that, that AEW has over them. Well, it's cause and they, AEW gave them off Christmas week completely. Yeah, they did. They were too. Well, so that they were that, off, but they made they did so shows. They, they probably should have made like a taped show then. They did. Anyway, last Monday was taped. No, AEW. Oh, pfft. yeah, like, but, like a, a six. Know. What was it, like seven months, six months in review? Right. <laughs> the AEW, if it did nothing else, made the WWE sit up and go, "Oh, oh shit!" <laughs> you know, maybe our fans do need something different. Maybe they do need you know, Liv Morgan in a bathroom. They put NXT on live, which a lot of people never cared about. They do now. Right. Yeah. That you know NXT has became a very good show. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um <coughs> the only thing I can really say about it is you know, running it on Wednesday nights wasn't necessary against AEW. We had demanding the public can manage to D V R the shows. And watch them the next day. So, so, you know, it, or if you got the WWE, then you go ahead and watch it on WWE the next day. Or Hulu. Yeah, or Hulu. Or Hulu. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's funny you say that because NXT's been on Wednesdays since they they brought out the network. Um, AEW decided to run on Wednesdays because they wanted to see if they could go head to head with WWE. Well, they were originally going to do it on Tuesday and go against SmackDown. Right, and then SmackDown moved to Fox, and Fox was like, we're going to move it to Friday. So, but... Well, whatever the cause, okay? Right. Um, oh, this is going to be a terrible angle. He's going to kick him right in the knee, take his crutches, beat him with a crutch, something like that. I don't know. It's, it's been done a while. So Nah, he's going to RKO him. It's a possibility. It's like he doesn't actually have an, uh, a knee injury. A knee injury at all. <laughs> so I think uh, in talking about all of that, I think maybe it's time to uh, to hit something else, gentlemen. RKO. 
Not out of nowhere. Uh, What's an Eric Rowan's cage? I'm, no, that could be a, a growing segment for next year. Um, what did he say? <laughs> What's an Eric? What's an Eric Rowan's cage? <laughs> We're all are wondering that. I, I, it's a burrito. I, it's a burrito. I prefer to say it's a it's a uh, to scale it's a to scale nah, model of the crusty I, crab. I think it is a lobster. <laughs> a lobster? Yeah, it looks like a lobster. It's cage. La- it's Larry the lobster from SpongeBob. <laughs> it, it looks like a lobster cage from a lobster boat. I think. It's Hornswoggle, guys. I mean, let's be real. It's Hornswoggle. <laughs> it's Hornswoggle. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm ta- I'm talking about a, a favorite segment of a lot of listeners, guys. Mercy the buzzard. Are right, you talking about? Uh, are you talking about quotes with Macho? Oh yeah, dang it! The teleport too sweet to be sour. Funky like a monkey. Let's end the decade on a good note with the Macho Man. Uh huh. Haven't you been dead this whole decade? Dang it! <laughs> 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 yeah, we're mis- still snapping into a slim jam. Oh yeah. And we make mistakes in life. Let's make them birds. Yeah, they're birds now, uh-huh. <laughs> My New Year's resolution should have been to stop kidding myself that I'll make a lifestyle change this year. Uh-huh. No one likes a cheap, skinny, sober bitch anyways. <laughs> I'm a bitchin'! Cold resolutions that will have exercise equipment for the first two weeks and then turn into the bar for the rest of the year. <laughs> I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to exercise every day. I'm going to go on a diet and stick to it. Ooh, is that cake? <laughs> hmm. Seems like these reminders aren't helpful. We're just going to go ahead and turn them off. Thanks, my fitness pal. <laughs> Many people look forward to the new year for a new start. On old habits. <laughs> Avoid using my strikingly good Mickey Mouse impression during sex. <laughs> These are Macho Man's New Year's resolutions. No more taking laxatives and sleeping pills in the same night, uh-huh. <laughs> Always remember to buy toilet paper so my cat can stop being my backup, uh-huh. Jesus Christ. Can't have the mindset of Buddha. But not the body. <laughs> Use my gym membership for more than just an ice scraper, uh-huh. <laughs> oh, we're getting close. To stop referring to my weight gain as the accident. Uh-huh, there goes the crutch. Kill two birds with one stone by not drinking and then doing copious amounts of cocaine. That way, I'm not drunk and I'll get super thin, uh-huh. <laughs> and remember, be yourself, because everyone else is a twat. Oh yeah. Thanks, uh, thanks, Macho. Those are some, some pretty good resolutions. Uh, Sweet Dobby D, what'd you think of Macho's resolutions? That was uh, very inspirational. It, it, I think we can all learn something from Macho Man. Yeah, be yourself. Don't, cause everybody else is a twat. Dude, I like within the next six months, I'm getting my hands on that uh, Slim Jim like Macho Man bus. I thought you were getting ready to say like copious amounts of cocaine. <laughs> No. Well, not reveal their secrets on <laughs> live on air, mate. As will not be uh, anyway, live at the home so, studios. <laughs> no, so no, but like they make like a Slim Jim makes like a bus. Oh, uh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, uh, did, I did see that. Oh look, and then they're like, his knees just fine. His knees fine. He just RKO'd the shit out of him. And AJ they also styles. make like a uh, Macho Man uh, Slim Jims now. Yeah, they're fucking huge. Yeah, I've yet to see them, but they're huge. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get yeah, one of those. You gotta snap into it. 
He's going to beat him with a crutch. Oh, oh yeah. Man. He's just going to do his little thing in the corner. Here it comes. <laughs> I am the greatest. Yeah. Um, oh, so... <laughs> Jesus Christ. What you got now there, buddy? Uh, well, Mom Fudge? educated me on the fact that there were snacks on the back porch. She educated you? <laughs> educated you. Yep. She yeah. is an educator. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Fuck out of the hump dog. The shit out of the hump dog. Oh, I... jacked his jaw. Come here. Ma- Mama Bear. Hey, look, it's Mother Goose. She's oh, leaving. Oh, Mother Goose. Yeah, oh, I didn't even, God. like, check to see what this was. It's What's toffee. It's like pooping. It's chocolate-covered in toffee. Chocolate. Toffee, I it's don't know. It's delicious. Whatever it is, it's delicious. So, we, <clears throat> we we talked about the last year. So, let's... Alright, you can get the fuck away from my computer. Um, fucking hump dog. Go lay down. So, let's talk about stuff that has happened in the last decade. Let's, we, let's run down the top ten gimmicks... That we thought were good of the decade. Okay. What do you guys think of that? Sounds like a plan to me. What do you think? Their sweet Dobby D sound good? Yeah, that's tough. I don't know if I could think of ten. Oh my god, if only we, you... we do like a round robin. So realistically, you only yeah, have to like count. A, you only have to do There's two. There's five of us. There's so five of us. So you bring up two, I'll bring up two. Can I start? <laughs> By all means. Uh, the scene. All right, so Ikeford's top choice is gone. <laughs> <laughs> that's just top. That's I think that's I think number that's one. Like, I think that's a unanimous number, number one, one for everyone of the decade. Um, who would be your second uh, gimmick of the last decade? My second. Dude, you said you wanted to open it up. That means you have to have two right off the bat, brother. Oh, okay. All right. Um, both of Matt Hardy. Woken Matt Hardy. Now, are we talking WWE, like, Woken, or, like, all over Broken? I was thinking Broken, more Indies. I think he was a lot better there. Yeah, because they had more creative control over the character and stuff. I always think he doesn't have top teeth, based off how he talks sometimes. Like, how he, like, sucks his top... He sucks his... I know, but if you look at how he, like, sucks his top lip in while he's talking, he doesn't look like he has any... Any teeth. We're talking about Rey Mysterio, by the talking way. Talking about Rey Mysterio right now. Was this tongue bleeding? Yeah. Because he got kicked in the face. Oh. Um, so, we got we got The Fiend and we got Broken Matt Hardy. Uh, who would like to throw some gimmicks out there from the last decade? I'll go. Alright, let me know what you got for me, bud. Um. Sorry, Toffee stuck in my teeth. You're doing great. I know. You're made of spare parts there, Bob. Uh, MJF, man. MJF, really? Yeah. I mean, the dude's... Yeah, that's a good one. Dude's a great heel. I mean, he's out of nowhere, too. And he came from... Creative Pro Wrestling. Yeah. He which was trained by awesome. D. Kurt Hawkins. Which is awesome. And Mikey Whipwreck, because he, like, works Which for is proof that shit... Or flowers can grow in shit. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so that's probably my first one. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Why didn't Andrade just do like the nation, like fist pump just now when he came out? It's coming back. Right. Los Bariquas 2.0. Except this time they'll all be Hispanic, not black. <laughs> yeah, Los Bariquas. Yeah. Um. 
Another gimmick. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I had one, and then my mind went blank again. It happens all the time. Every every time. Every week. Every week. Dude, I feel like you have amnesia. Uh, yeah. Um. Jesus Christ. Never seen him wrestle. No. No. You know. Okay. <laughs> What's his finisher? I'm gonna throw one out there. All right. What? Who? Jesus? Yeah. Crossroads. Pile driver. <laughs> ah. Um, it's a spear. The nail in the coffin. Um, no. Okay, so I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna say uh, one of my favorite gimmicks that, like it, it never really like took off. Um, but uh, Jack Swagger, man, the we 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 the people gimmick, man. I loved it. Like, it was... Big D loved it. He bought a Don't Tread on Me flag. Yeah. No, I just, um... It was it was one of those things where, like, it was a little ahead. Like, had it... Had that happened three years later, it would have been... Trump got elected? Yeah, it would have been huge. Right. But, uh... But leading up to it, man... You like, mean it would have been huge. huge. It would have been huge. But... He yeah. would have represented me other than Bobby Lashley. Hands down. Well, so there's my two. Is it, is it my turn? Yeah, it, is. it is your turn now. You're like eager about this. I, I like can't this. believe anybody's. I can't believe no one said this. The Shield. Only two people have gone so far. Dude, the Shield was like amazing. It made you feel like protected. It was like the NWO all over again. Three guys coming in, just kicking everybody's ass. Yeah. Triple power bomb people. It was great. It was a good angle. Yeah? Good so group. So that's one. That's one. And my other? Um, my other is going to be... <sighs> what is that group over in Japan? The Bullet Club? The Bullet Club. Think about how many people we have in... WWE. WWE, AEW now. All that were in the Bullet Club. Do you want me to list? It was like I mean you can if you want, but it's like a launching pad for just every single popular wrestler that we have now. Okay, so Finn Balor, AJ Styles, Gallows and Anderson. Then you switch over to AEW, you got Cody, Omega, the Bucks, Hangman Page. I'm still not sold on that guy. NXT? Balor. Anymore? I believe Balor is the only one that was in the Bullet Club. That's in NXT Adam right Cole. now. Adam Cole wasn't in the Bullet Club. Hmm. Yeah, so there's that. Um, you did not think that I was going to say the Bullet Club. I didn't, all. dude, because you're not a big New Japan guy. No. I'm brava. 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 Big D, gimmicks of the decade. What you got for us? <clears throat> well... They did it, but they haven't continued with it very well. Mm-hmm. And that was taking the women and making them the headliners for a... Didn't they do a whole show with nothing but women's matches? Evolution. Evolution. Uh, Evolution. They're actually in talks of doing another one next year. But they haven't done very much as far as letting the public know that it's coming. 
You can no. do all that crap you want to on the internet where you got to read it. Mm -hmm. But a lot of, let's face it, a lot of the wrestling fans don't run out and read all that stuff. Right. right. A lot of wrestling fans don't know how to read. That's not well, true. We're going to go there. A lot of wrestling fans don't know how to read. The other, the other gimmick. Mean, small children and is, uh, people from Mississippi. <laughs> Who's there, this guy? And, and has been their work in the Make-A-Wish Foundation <laughs> with cancer and things of that nature. Okay. Okay. I agree. That's my two. I mean, that that's something that really kind of just encompasses all gimmicks, I guess. You could kind of say. Yeah. It doesn't matter who you are on TV. You, know, you can still do your part to make sure yep. right. little kids. Right. You know, and sometimes adults. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Have a better day. Yes, sir. So, did you go? No, I have not gone yet. You should go. Well, I let I let Sweet Dobby D open. Uno went second. You went. And then Big D went. And was watching himself mouth hump himself with his microphone in the window. Um, so, gimmicks of the decade that I I think were pre pretty damn good. Um, first one I'm going to go with is the... You're, you're going to hate me for it, but I absolutely loved it. The Ryback gimmick. I, I, thought, I, loved dude, it. I legit thought he was about to be like, Velveteen Dream. Uh, uh, uh. No, that's his next one. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> but I, I love the Ryback gimmick just because like, he, he reinvented himself. Like He went from Skip Sheffield. He was this big, dumb hick from you know wherever they said he was from. And then uh, come to find out, he's like, nope, I'm this big, badass, powerlifting dude. Like... He's, he's kind of like a Goldberg of the newer decade, if That's you will. exactly who he was. Yeah, it was. But instead of, like, chanting Ryback, they, they chanted Feed Me More. Um, and then the second one I'm going to go with... It's the Velveteen Dream. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to leave off with knew. my headliner, man. Like, Fucking he... Knew you were going to say that. Why, why wouldn't I? Like, if you looked at it, we went on, like, a 12-show run... Where I, I talked about nothing but the Velveteen Dream. And because he's been injured, I haven't been able to talk about him, which kind of sucks. <laughs> no, here we go. But I think we're going to see him January 26th, by the way. Ricochet come out and I'm going to call it now. Guy. Yeah, Ricochet came out and rescues the local talent, which means Ricochet is going to be next in line for the U.S. title again. Now that's um, up next. I don't think it's going to be up next. <laughs> he's just going to... Yeah. Be a really good, that would be a really good... What's uh, going ha to happen feud. is he's going to be feud. the guy who ends up going on the concrete. That's more likely. More likely. Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, honorable mentions for me, since we only had to pick two. You know, let's throw it out there. If you got one or two honorable mentions. I would say, like, the original Wyatt family. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. one that I talked about though. The original Wyatt family. Yeah, Bray that like Bray Wyatt as a character, they kind of killed it, like the original like right. you know like cult leader kind of thing. But but like the mystique of the the other two, like because they just kind of showed up. Like Rowan wore the sheet mask, which we we got Big D a sheet mask at a live event we went to, um, and then you know you never knew what Harper was gonna do because he was just the strong silent guy. Of the group, or that's what he was billed as. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to throw one out there. L Luchasaurus. 
He's been a great. He's been a great little gimmick this year. Yeah, I'm still waiting to see what they do with him. How about the Summer of Punk? The Summer of Punk? Yeah. Yeah, you can't forget uh, CM Punk. Was that this decade? This... That was this decade. Yeah. It was. It was right at the beginning, wasn't it? 2011. Sweet WD is on top of it. See, he didn't yeah. fuck up and go back to 01 or 02 like some one-balled son of a bitch. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> what are you about to say gimmick, in that time frame? Another gimmick that doesn't get enough credit is the New Day, man. The New Day? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we didn't even think about that. Nope. Uh, no, to answer your question there, I convert. It was... Um, it was... Uh, what was it? It was Triple H and... You're doing great, bud. What? You're doing great. Thanks. <laughs> Anyways, it was Triple H and like Big Papa Pump, I think. Oh, the, like the yeah, push like, up and bench press. No, 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 no. Like, like uh, Triple H, like has already taken his shirt off, but then he's like acts like he takes his shirt off, and like he goes to like, like he goes to like grab Big Papa Pump by the back of the head, and Big Papa Pump just like bounces his face off the mat, and like Triple H is like standing there with his hands up. There's there's one I saw where they uh, they were supposed to do a bench press contest. Yeah, yeah. And uh, instead, like, they end up fighting in the ring. Right. And he strips Triple H down all the way to his underwear. Right. <laughs> yeah. And the announcer was just... just like, they got him all the way down to his on those skivvies. But, yeah, that was that was going to be my botch of the decade. But that was, like, before 2010, apparently. Yeah, before, 2001, 2002, 2003. Yeah, around that time. Yeah, it's before 2010. Right. Hey. I keep forgetting it's going to be 2020. Yeah, it's yeah. like, uh, you know what's crazy? Um, 2000 was 20 years ago, but so is 1980. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah we're, as, we're, as far, <laughs> we're as far away from 1990 as 1990 was from, like, the Vietnam War. Think about that. Like, oh, that man. But, uh, what about match of the decade? Match of the decade? Let me, let me get one more, uh, gimmick of the decade. The Daniel Bryan yes movement going into WrestleMania 30. Yeah. That was a yeah, great that was one. Great. That was a great that was one. Really good one. Yeah, that single-handedly got him into that, like, match. I'm pretty sure. You want to know what gimmick doesn't get enough respect for the last decade? Tell me. I'm gonna tell you, he's he's a local guy, Parma, Ohio. The Miz, yeah, great gimmick. Can either work as a heel or a face, and he's over every time. That's true. Because people hate gets, him, no matter if he's a good guy or a bad guy. Yeah, but he gets no respect. He's like Rodney Dangerfield of the WWE right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so. Match of the decade? Match, Match of, the, of decade. the decade. Oh. That one's tough. That's what she said. Yeah, she probably did. She says a lot of things uh, from what I hear. Um. <laughs> so. Hmm. Hmm. That was a, that was a tricky one. Johnny Gargano, Adam Cole was a really good one. Johnny Gargano, Tomasa Ciampa is another good one. One of, any, any one of their matches, pay-per-view matches. Any other takeover matches? Yeah, I would agree with that one. Um, not not anything with Roman Reigns in it. 
<laughs> well, that that cancels out like I don't yeah. know what One five. That cancels out like the last five WrestleManias. One hundred percent will not be saying anything. Of extreme rules. Oh man, I can't remember what year it was. I think it was like 2000. Hey man, why don't you let everybody else answer? Yeah, why don't you let everybody else answer? <laughs> I, I'm just throwing shit out there. Just saying. I want to say it was like, information. I want to say it was like 2016, maybe. Maybe before then. Because it was after, uh, maybe like 15 or 16, somewhere around there. Um, match of the decade. This 2014. Is... 2014. Was it? Man. Yep. Yep. That's close to 2015. Yeah. <laughs> That's close to it. It's close enough. Well, the match that I wanted to use was actually in 2009, so I can't fucking use that. <laughs> oh, which one were you talking about? Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels. Yeah. First one. You know what's funny is I wanted to use Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels, but that happened in 2008. Nine. It happened twice, bro. I mean, Ric Flair happens to Shawn Michaels. What yeah. did I say? Undertaker. It happened nine, and then it happened ten. But the so, one, you, so you technically could say, no, but it'd have to the be the one, one in 2010. The one in 2010 wasn't as good as the one in 2009, though. Isn't that the one where he took out the, uh, the, cameraman. the cameraman? Yeah, it was the first one. Yeah, that was a good oh, one. Oh, you mean Jimmy Snooker's adopted son? Yes. Yes. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, I think... You know what? Um... I think Sweet Dobby D hit on it earlier. I'm I'm not gonna say the title match from WrestleMania 30, but I am gonna say the opening contest. Daniel Bryan and Triple H. Yeah, that was a really good match. You know when the Yes Movement was uh, really getting hot and heavy. Right. <laughs> this one's hard. That's what she said. Yeah, it's it's this is a difficult one. Um. Yep. I want to say, if I'm not, yep, found it. It is CM Punk versus Brock Lesnar, SummerSlam 2013. That's your vote for match of the decade? Yeah. Explain. Explain. <laughs> um, I mean, it was it was like a David and Goliath battle, man. Brock Lesnar, when it, this was like when he first came back, right? Brock Lesnar, he was just huge. And then... Steroids do that to you. Steroids do that to you. Horse tranquilizers, bull tranquilizers, you name it. Whatever you could get and just just showcase Punk's, like, I don't know, abilities as a wrestler, man. Because he carried well, the match with Brock Lesnar. You know, honestly, like... Speaking of, like, matches we see him... Speaking of like matches, mm. that, yeah, you did. That CM Punk doesn't get a lot of credit for. Um, so it was 2011 mm-hmm. when he faced the Undertaker at WrestleMania. At WrestleMania, yeah, and he carried that match. Wasn't that the match where like the Undertaker was like just like grotesquely out of like wrestling shape? Yeah, that would also be WrestleMania 30. But I mean, you also have to think about it, like he he was getting ready to go into like getting. A hip replacement and a knee replacement, I guess. Before, like he had just gotten cleared, uh, right before oh, WrestleMania dude. 30 with that like hip replacement. Yeah, yeah. So he had gotten cleared to wrestle, but he knew he needed to get like his hip or his knee done, and they still let him do it anyways. 
Right. Yeah, that was... What about, uh, what about Undertaker, Shawn Michaels from WrestleMania 26? Was, That's not this decade, that bro. That was 2009. It was 2010. That was 2010. That was that a, this decade. Yeah, so that was their second match. That would be the second wasn't... installment in the match? Which wasn't I as good. I so, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh, dude. Okay, hold on. These are always my favorite moments when Uno goes, Oh, dude! He has well, like an exciting like, no, look on Yeah, because... Alright. And he lost it. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was one specific match. I just couldn't remember which like which pay-per-view it was. Um, so for me, uh, 2011, it was John Cena versus CM Punk at Money in the Bank. Yep. That's that's, that's like my match of the decade. That's your vote for match of the decade. Yeah, man. Like that, it actually won match of the year that year, but it was probably the best match I ever saw with John Cena in it. But yeah, that was that was one of those matches. Like going into that pay per view, I'm like, ah, fucking John Cena, here we go. <laughs> and then like him and Punk put on a clinic, mm-hmm. and it was amazing. <laughs> I mean, both those guys were. I, like th- there was zero botches. Like both of them hit all their spots perfect. I mean, it was it was damn near a perfect match. Yeah, I'll give you that one. I'm I'm gonna throw one out there. It's not a main. It's not even a main roster match. Both guys are on the main roster now. They're actually teamed up together now. Takeover Dallas, WrestleMania 32 weekend or 33, whichever one was in Dallas. Sami Zayn and Shinsuke Fucking Nakamura. Shinsuke Nakamura. Nakamura's first match in NXT. <laughs> like when you when you can get the crowd to chant "Fight Forever," you're putting on a hell of a show. Yeah, Mike. And if you well, go back and watch that match, it was phenomenal. Right. Well, it's like um, Omega and Okada. Yeah, I like, thought you were about to say Omega and that seventeen girl. 2017 and 2018, the match of the year between the two of them. Yeah. You know, like... Speaking of New Japan, not to not to take away from it, but Chris Jericho has a match with Hiroshi Tanahashi at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. I think it's January 7th and the 8th. And if Tanahashi beats him, he gets an AEW world title shot. Yeah, I saw that. Like they're gonna they're gonna bring Tanahashi into AEW and give him a title shot. <coughs> so I'm I'm kind of pulling for Tanahashi. Not gonna lie. And then there's there's been rumors circulating that we could see uh, Kazuchika and Okada on a uh, American brand in the next year. That would be interesting. Right. I don't think it's gonna be WWE though. So, um. Well, if I, dude, if I was a foreign talent and I was looking at trying to make, you know, kind of like a, a break into the United States professional wrestling scene, I'm not looking at the WWE. Just for the simple fact that most of the time they bury their talent. Well, it's, a lot of it has, like, it's the talent pool, man. Like, that's, I've never, like, I never in my life would have ever thought that I would I would turn on professional wrestling and be like, well, there's just so many really good fucking wrestlers that, like, they can't do something with all of them, right. you know? Like, we're literally watching a mid-card match between Ricochet and Andrade. Like, two guys that when the, it broke that they were coming to WWE, like, people went fucking crazy. Like, lost their minds that 
both of these guys were going to be in WWE. Mm-hmm. And now here we are. It's just like, yeah, not really much of a storyline. We're just going to have you guys fight over the U.S. title. But you know what's funny is like, so they're touting Ricochet as one of the guys that's up, that was up for breakout star of the year in 2019 on the main roster. And then the Street Profits won it after being on the main roster for like a month. Um, <laughs> it would have been interesting to see him win it because he did win breakout star of NXT last year. Right. So, just a thought. Um, you know, we're talking about best of the decade, best of the year, top gimmicks of the year or the decade. You know, let's talk about what's your top feud for the decade? Oh, like if you had to pick um, a feud of the last ten years, which one would you say really grasped your your eyes ooh. or your attention? I've got I've got two right now, but I'll I'll let you guys go. I don't think you went first. Now you've not gone first for a while, so this one's all you there, uh Monsieur Une. Okay, uh well I'll I'll go punk Cena. <laughs> like that's easy. <laughs> I, mean, I mean come on i mean i'm a punk guy but no like that that feud was amazing like there was a lot of for both of them there was a lot of like personal energy that got put into that mm-hmm. like even though they both like each other and they both have respect for each other there was a lot of kind of like the way they viewed the business mm-hmm. that really came out you know on screen and uh and i loved it i loved every second of it like cena would come out there He'd drop some fire promo talking shit about Punk. Punk would come out. He'd one up him, and it just it just got better and better until you know Punk walks out with a championship. Like, hey, I'm quitting tomorrow. I'm gone. You know, like yeah. that was fucking sweet. You know, and it was something that you know, maybe like, I'll go to Ring of Honor. Hi, Colt Cabana. Yeah. yeah now mean, they hate each other. Yeah. <laughs> but um, because like I was reading something uh. NWA wanted Colt Cabana to bring Punk in mm-hmm. to NWA. Yeah, and uh, Billy well, they, Co- they just finalized that that settlement. Yeah, I know. So what was funny is uh, Billy Corgan was like, "Hey, Colt, can do you think you could get Punk to come on and be in the NWA?" And he goes, "Fuck that motherfucker." <laughs> <laughs> right. He goes, "He can kiss my big Jewish ass." <laughs> but uh, but yeah, man, that's that's mine. You said you had two. Oh, you want the other one? I mean, you're on a roll, brother. Okay. Um, Let's keep going downhill. Man. Uh, and he forgot it. No, man. Uh, let's go uh, Chomp and Gargano. Yeah? Chomp and Gargano? Yeah. I you, mean... I think you just stole Sweet Dobby D's. Probably. But, I mean, that was that was phenomenal. <laughs> you bastard! <laughs> no, I have another one. Oh yeah, well let's let's kick it over to Sweet Dobby D. Uh, top feud of the the decade. I, I personally gotta say Daniel Bryan versus the Authority. That whole line there was just great. It was build of this underdog story. They did it so well. It was uneven footing. Everybody hated the Authority. Hated Triple H. And it turned out to be just such a huge payoff at the end of WrestleMania 30. Yeah, you know, the confetti falling. It was, I mean, it was, it was one of those just rare feel-good moments that WWE doesn't really get anymore. Right, definitely. Um, certainly, a, uh, he was. They were touting him to be like it was the new Austin versus McMahon feud, more or less. Right. 
Um, so, yeah. like, miniature Austin. <laughs> miniature Austin. <laughs> Vegan Austin. I feel like it had more of an underdog feel than Austin and McMahon. Because Steve Austin would come out and kick ass. Taylor Bryan was getting his ass handed to him. I'll give you that and one. And had to give that yeah. uphill climb. Yeah, I'll give you that one. Um, Ikeford. Top feud This one, This one spans the entire decade. Yeah? Yeah. Um... CM Punk the, versus the WWE. No. The top <laughs> the, the top feud of the entire decade is Chris Jericho's struggle with getting his pants on. <laughs> like, this, talk about a dude's weight that just fluctuates. At this point in time, somewhere he is trying to squeeze into those tight leather pants so get he can Chris go. go. <laughs> Somebody uh, get the Crisco! It was uh, on the list! Uh, Otis, the lexicon of the champion? Yeah. Where's the lexicon? The Crisco! <laughs> no, but, like, that dude... Just... I don't know. So, so you're saying, like, Chris Jericho versus Father Time? Chris Jericho versus his pants. Chris Jericho That's versus That's the feud of the decade for me. <laughs> Alright. He looks like a busted can of biscuits. Alright. Um, <laughs> Big D... Right. Dude, I got everybody real drawn in. Like, oh my god, he's gonna I say something gonna say really like cool. awesome, and then you're nope. just like Chris Jericho versus Chris pants. Jericho versus pants. Yep. Welcome to shit. Yep. Uh, Big D. What's your top feud of the decade? As I struggle to get my spitter open. Well, in keeping with my women theme. Mm. <laughs> okay. Somebody everybody seemed to hate, Ronda Rousey, and any woman that she was in a feud with, whether it was Becky Lynch, I think she feuded with just about everybody. Sasha, I think. I don't think she ever wrestled Sasha. But I think all of them hated her. I think that was when uh, Sasha took her ball and went home. Yeah, Sasha got all up, butt hurt, and left. Yeah, I, I, I can. I think the the cooler thing was like when she first broke in, her feud with Triple H and Stephanie, Stephanie. McMahon. Yeah. yeah, like it just seemed like no matter from get go, it was like Ronda against everyone. That's how they like portrayed it. I think she comes back at the Royal Rumble. Yeah, yeah, she's due. Yeah, I'm gonna call that now because they they've been talking about her uh, return and like there's been. Whispers of it. Um, mm. Whispers. Whisper. <laughs> whispering eyes. Tamed a wild cod mode with a whisper. Hey, tell her, you, tell her you miss her whispering eyes. And you're whispering eyes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and probably one of the botchingest deals is this Lasky and... Lasky? Yeah. Bobby Lassie. Lashley? Mm-hmm. And Lana thing, yeah. And Lana thing. Yeah, I'll give you that. Um, well, I think Dad's getting Big D's getting some stuff off his chest. I think it's time we give the crew chief his time, man. Are you talking about the pit stop? Yeah. We get to take a little rest, and Big D gets to get some stuff off his chest. Yes, sir. Take it away, Big D. Oh yeah. Well, folks, right now everybody is supposed to be off on Christmas vacation in Washington. 
<laughs> the jolly and bunch of assholes this side of the Mississippi. You got the Democrats running around talking about how they impeached Trump. Well, they called for a vote. It was very partisan. And now they won't go ahead and take it to the Senate because they don't think they'll get a fair deal. Like the Democrats know how to be fair about anything. Yes, I watched part of it. And I say part of it because I could only take it for so long and I wanted to reach in there and strangle a couple of them. <clears throat> but, uh, or at least slap some sense into them. You know? Ohio State, well, they tried to beat Clemson. They didn't get the job done. Whether it was bad officiating or a big game, and it was a big game, jitters, or whatever. They all got in there and got excited towards the end and couldn't perform. And I think it had a lot to do with it. Now, just about every OSU fan I know of is rooting for LSU to beat Clemson. Not me. Well, you're not an OSU fan. You're a Texas guy. No, I'm just an anti-SEC guy. <laughs> well, I like some fudge. Anyhow, it's going to be entertaining to see what happens. So NASCAR is coming right along. We're like 49 days. Yeah, yeah 49 Yay. days. So we'll be racing again. Yay. Football season's almost totally over. Wrong. After the Super Bowl, you will have the first games of the XFL. Okay. And it won't end in seven weeks like the AAF. <laughs> well, we'll see. But, uh... <clears throat> You're so optimistic. I love it. <laughs> huh? You're so optimistic. I love it. You're like, we'll see. Well, we will. You know. I'm hoping it does well. I think we. I don't are. think there are enough uh, enough football players from college that are actually getting work after college. I mean, it's probably true. We'll see. Yeah. Bengals locked up the number one overall pick. Yeah, they did do that, and they won two games. I'll be damned. Yeah, Joe Mixon took out two teams on Sunday. Took out the Browns and the Rams. Right. <laughs> Did you see that video I posted? Oh, yeah. Joe Mixon's, like, excited that they beat the, the Browns. So he goes to, like, toss it, like, slide his helmet across the field to the sidelines, and he takes out a fucking ref. <laughs> he hits him, like, right in the back of the knee. <laughs> he took, he took about clean. Oh, well, man. It was yeah. great. Well, I hope you all had a Merry Christmas. And here's to a... By the time you get to listen to this, it should be New Year's. Yep. It'll be out before midnight on Wednesday. 
And uh, that's what I'm shooting for, at least. I'm be shit. I wish you all a very happy New Year. You be dropkick burpees. Kiss me, I'm shit faced. A fantastic decade. <laughs> and get out and vote. Take charge of your political life. All right. That's like because no, next November, you know. I mean, don't we vote like well, there's a primary vote coming up in like February? Now, you know, so. Dude, there's some guy that's a mayor that's running. He's gonna try to run for the Republican, like nod, and I'm like, he, he's not gonna get it. Did we even get the? I'm really glad we don't have the sound on for this. I mean, subtitles would be good. I mean, those. Ugh. <sighs> those kisses are horrible. What's up with their forehead? Does anybody else see that? Yeah, it's it's his makeup. His it's makeup came off on her forehead. It's, off on her forehead. <laughs> it's yeah. miscontoured. Look at him. He just like rubbed. Yeah, no, it's the makeup on his forehead or his face. It's oh, good lord. <laughs> <laughs> well, we Next bo- week on Uno's Botch of the Week. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he's got a speech prepared. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> It's just. So a, I, was, uh, I was looking at your boobies. Hey, so. It's just when a was uh, Cornuts born? Oh, 09. Oh, damn. I was going to say one thing that we all did this decade was had our kids. Mm. And I just got a little quick start. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A little ahead of the game. Yep. A Cakes was 2011. Yep. And then Keegan came along in 15. Yep. Then Lily. Then Paisley, child support came along in 2017. Couple times. <laughs> God, Jesus is Christ. that your other child support? Yeah, just support. <laughs> it's my third child. Her name's Jess. Oh God, fucking bitch. She don't listen. It's okay. She can't. She doesn't even know what a podcast is. She'd be like, "What?" What are you talking about? Paisley knows more about podcasts than uh, she Speaking does. of financial woes, um, I'd like to take this moment of this time to plug timing. the uh, <laughs> you know, the PayPal account here. Um, if you want to be a producer on the Hump Day Hangover, help fund some of our little, uh, I don't know, antics, or crazy ideas that we have. Or you want to be a friend have. of the podcast. I mean, you don't have to pay us to be friends. We can be friends without money. We're friends with Guru. So, but anyway, hit us up at Hump Day Hangover Fandom. <laughs> Hump Day, I can't even say. Hump Day Hangover 6572 at gmail.com. And anything helps. Dime will do you. We'll shout you out on the podcast. Back to y'all. So I'm looking at these awards. What awards? Uh, it's like uh, most overrated and underrated wrestler of the year. So, like, last year, Baron Corbin was the most overrated. And, uh, Finn Balor was the most underrated. How many times was Roman Reigns the most overrated of the decade? 2016. That's it? Uh, yeah. So, if we go through the decade, 2010 was Kane, 2011 was Crimson, 2012 was Ryback. <laughs> 2013 was Orton 2014 and 15 was Kane 2016 was Reigns 2017 was Mahal Jinder Mahal 
2018 was Baron Corbin. And then underrated. Uh, 2010 was Caval, 2011 was Dolph Ziggler, 2012 Tyson Kidd, 13, 14, 15, and 16 was Cesaro, uh, 17 was Rusev, and 18 was Balor. Talk about Cesaro being like the Patriots of the underrated. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, he's... He <laughs> like is... the underrated wrestlers. Yeah. That dude... <laughs> it's... It is... It's like a complete disservice. Like, we've talked about this before. And I know, like, you're like, he's generic and boring. But, like, when they give him a mic and they let him do stuff, like, he, he's decent, you know? Yeah. But, like, his in-ring work, like, you can't, you can't argue that. No, he's a technician. It, well, he's, pound for pound, he's the strongest guy I've ever seen on wrestling. Like, that dude literally, like, I remember, all right, so I remember... I remember, like, the first... Well, it wasn't the first time, I don't think. I remember, like, there was a pay-per-view in WCW where, like, uh, Goldberg hit the jackhammer on the Giant. Mm-hmm. But he literally, like, he got him up and he held him for, like, one second and he just, like, put him down. Like, Cesaro picked up... Big Show. Big Show. And, like, walked around the ring with him. He Dude, he did this, the, the, the swing to... Um, uh, Braun Strowman. No, the Great Khali, ten oh, like yeah, ten times, that. dude. Like, come on. Like, I know that's all like centrifugal. Who is this Mexican Asian guy? Who the fuck is this? Oh no, we're trying to get sound. Who is this little guy? I don't know. Oh. God, this just keeps getting worse and worse. This just keeps getting worse and worse. Now it's like Jerry Springer. You had sex with my pet goat. <coughs> Man, they just gave him free reign, didn't they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go lay down. Oh no, that poor little man. I can't wait to find out who this guy wrestles for. I can't wait to see what's in the cake. It's it's Rusev. It's Rusev. Rusev's in the cake. It's Aki Bono. Anybody remember him? Aki Bono? Is he still alive? Yeah, he's he's still sumo wrestling. Here comes Rusev. He's about to explode out of the cake. I hope it's crystal. Look at him. Who is that? She's... I mean, she's... She's alright. I mean, Bobby Lashley's baby mom. Oh, no. Oh no, the first wife. If I was in this crowd right now, I would be furious. Yeah, this is not something. I did not pay to watch General Hospital (laughs) in the middle of my damn ring. Somebody needs to come out. Oh yeah. 
They're out there chanting Jerry. Yeah, next no. person comes out and goes, it's the goat that Bobby Lashley used to have sex with. He's just like, bah, bah, because that's how shitty this fucking segment that's is. That's racist. Lawler's sitting How's up there racist? like, yeah, the white woman just slapped a shit out of a black chick for no reason. Caitlyn Jenner's going to come out next because he says man or woman. He's both. It's both. It's Pat. It's Pat. <laughs> Man, that's such a weird movie. Here comes Rusev. Popping out of the cake. Now it'd be Vince McMahon. Oh my god, I'm Bobby Lashley's second wife. Felicia Fox. Dana Brooke. Is that Dana Brooke? No. No. Who is that? What is she wearing? She's talking about Lana. Um, Who is that? Is that Liv? I think it's Liv. Holy shit, it is. Ladies and gentlemen, Liv Morgan is back. Liv Morgan! Oh! This is not how this is going down. What's going on? Where's the other half of her suit jacket? Who cares? I wish the other half was missing. This is... What is going on? This is something I didn't expect to see. She's going to profess her love for Lana. Maybe she's after both of them? She's after the Reverend. Maybe she just wants the cake. Oh, come on! Oh, God, that's uh, right. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. They don't call me the guru for no reason. Ooh. Are we about to get some, uh, some HLA? HLA. The one thing Bischoff gave us that everybody loves. Can we, after this is over, can we talk about how Bischoff is getting nixed from the NWO being inducted? I think you should do the induction. I think he should be in the NWO with being inducted. Live. So let me get this straight. Can we get a close-up of Lashley's crotch right now and see how thrilled he is about this? We had the opportunity to bring her back as, like, a Sister Abigail-type character. Right. The Fiend. Yep. But instead, now we have... A love square? It's a hell of a quarrel. Oh my god, they're gonna make out. Please let it happen. Oh my god, just let him kiss. Kiss oh her. Kiss. No! Oh! I I think it is a love square. Like Rusev, Lana, yes. Lashley, and Liv. This is very attitude era. It is. 
I don't know if the fans are okay with it. Look at Bobby's face. <laughs> he, he doesn't know if it's real or not. That's why he's just like, I mean, like, oh, God, I don't know what. Here comes Rusev out of the cake. Come on, come out of the cake. Out of the cake. Out of the cake. Man, there are like some some stiff shots being thrown there, man. Is this real? Look, the Reverend doesn't even know what to say, man. He's like, uh, Bobby, uh, kiss your psycho. By the way, this is when it's seven minutes after 11 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Why is look, Fit Finley's out there like, Ronald, pull your dress down. Everyone can see your pants. <laughs> can we talk about how Liv's, like, jacket could have easily came off at any point in time? Could have, but unfortunately it would have. I mean, it just got worse. Yeah. Yep. <coughs> Not to mention. Here comes Rusev. I think Bobby Lash is going to call it off. This has been. This is. Oh, here it comes. I knew it. he's in the cake. Here he comes. And like a, oh, at least he came dressed though. He has a tie on. Yeah, bow tie on. Holy shit! Okay, so with this horse shit going on right now, you think it's time for final heave? It's been yeah, past two times. Time for final, final heave. Can I change botch of the decade? <laughs> this is, I mean, you can. <sighs> but well, I think most hated. I think that's gonna do it for us here at the Hump Day Hangover. As always, you can hit us on the email, humpdayhangover6572 at gmail.com. Hit us on Twitter, at humpod. And on Facebook, at humpdayhangoverfandom. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, live from the Hump Studios in our mother's living room, the greatest fucking podcast in the world, the Hump Pod, with the one Valudo, the Mr. Lumpy Agaford, the Big D, and the Guru. If you're not down with that, we got five words for you. That dog don't hunt here. Jesus Christ, good night. That's good oh, kick. Oh, yeah, boy, that was... Oh, they're going to be a thing now. Oh, dude. Yeah. Lana's going to beat her into the cake. I'm uh, I'm just going to forego the joke of the... Because this is it? Day. This is this the shit joke, joke of the week, this right? This is shit joke of the week. Oh, shit joke of the week. WWE wedding. Shit joke of the decade. Jesus. This is how they brought back Liv. God damn it. I'm so disappointed. Hey, you think they found a way to get oh, out of the and wedding? and they cut it. They cut to black before the segment was actually over. Yeah. Well, I mean, Vince is probably like, cut this shit. <laughs> <laughs>